0: That's how we do right here on Nitty's Knocker Radio every Tuesday. We do this every single Tuesday from 6 to 8 p.m. You just heard all, not all, but a nice selection of Nipsey. We're going to keep showing love to Nipsey today. Rest in peace to a great. Um, And we're also going to be listening to a few songs from some underground artists. We have a special guest of Jay Sims coming in. Today we're going to have some fun with everybody but we're also going to have a very very serious <clears> show today. Um just because this death is a lot deeper for the community. Um not saying that black lives, you know, people losing their lives isn't bad, but this death in particular uh hit home for a lot of people. Felt like we lost a friend, felt like we lost somebody we knew. Um this was was a person who talked to us in a language we understood so that we could be great, so that we can grow into um powerful people, you know, all money in, no money out. That was really his entire motto and he lived by it. He lived by it very strongly and, you know, um we're gonna talk about <coughs> his situation. So as you all know, Nancy Hussle was uh shot down on Sunday, March thirty first, two thousand nineteen. Um Mm-mm-mm. At first, people were given the story, you know, as him getting shot. But he pretty much died on the scene, not at the moment of first impact. Um, The guy came back to finish the job because he really wanted him gone. I guess an altercation <laughs> of Nipsey calling him a snitch inside of the store led to the guy coming back. Um, and obviously, you know, uh, it seemed that Nipsey wasn't bothered by the situation. He didn't think anything would come from it, I guess. Yeah. Um, because he was right outside in his community in his neighborhood doing what he usually does, taking pictures with fans <coughs> <coughs> and his life was taken from him. Um, mm. so that's like the gist of it. Um, anybody want to add in, Some more details. No. I
1: don't have no details, but I feel like I think it hurt people a lot right now because we lost, like, a role model because we don't get a lot of those, like, Mm -hmm. a lot of good black role models. It's like if Wiz Khalifa were to die, everybody would be like, dang, we lost a really good, like, black role model Mm -hmm. so it's like this one hurts more because of that because like who who would be the next person when something like this can happen to them like (laughs) all the good you do in the world and something that you did bad a long time ago can come back and haunt you still so and it's so
2: Mm -hmm. crazy because we so close in age like he's around our age so Mm -hmm. that's what really hurt the most um and he's doing something that we're all trying to do as far as whether you be a rapper, whether you be an entrepreneur, like you trying to bat a block up. You're trying to do that. I don't know about nobody else, but that's literally a goal of mine. And I look to up to Nipsey, not just because of his music, which I love, but because he was actually like an entrepreneur who was buying up his hood. Like that is a real goal for some of us. And it's just so crazy that this hurts. This hurt like, this was, like, my cousin type type thing, so. And I
3: think that yeah. was a lot because of, he gave back. He gave back to the community. And he died in the community, like, and by, like, someone who's a black Ooh. man, at a black man's hands. And that's the part that really, really, Ooh. really sucks, too.
0: Yes, he definitely died um, by the hands of someone he new I mean, from the neighborhood or you know or through gang affiliations or whatever the case may be but my thing with the uh, the way I feel about it is just like I don't I'm not sure how long marathon was opening was it in 20 I think it says like 2017 it was open for about a few years the store Um and that store was really a center for the community it was a place where any and everybody of any background could pretty much come and just like you know, like be one with each other and somebody comes into his store. And the way the Crips move in Los Angeles, you should know better than to <laughs> target somebody with so much power.
3: He and was a Crip. that's what I was going to say. I right. He was, he was a, a
0: Crip. <clears throat> yeah. But like you, like, that's what make it weird to me, you know, because they're going to come for your family. They're going to come for everybody. You should know that. So you literally risk your entire family's life. To take one man's life for what, you know? So who who told you to do that? Who who put you up to?
1: His fragile ego. Yeah, and so it could. Yeah, it just, Yeah, it could be the ego, but yes. it's like. Uh, so did you just mad. knock on the
0: table? Yes,
1: I'm ring, happy ring that a man
0: said this before. I- <laughs> ring the bell. Ring the bell. That's a <laughs> I mean, uh, ring the bell these moment. These men and
3: their egos, Lord Jesus. And then yeah. when they get bruised, mean, it's hard shit. to come back from. <laughs> now it was
4: reports of like or. Like, rumors of, like, mental illness, mental health issues, or what have you. But, but
3: um... Yeah, he was just released from jail, wasn't he? He had just been released from jail.
4: Mm-hmm. I don't know all that about dude. All I know <laughs> well, is, Well, that's like, something
3: that they said, that he was just released from jail. Who said it? Okay. It was in it? Is it, it was in the news. TMZ said he had just Wait, been released what? from jail. Wait, that's not the
0: news. I don't trust TMZ.
3: Well... Was, I didn't see it on CNN. On celebrity on news. <laughs>
0: I don't trust CNN. <clears throat> I don't trust media takeout I don't trust places you can where look that right
3: up and see it, I
0: don't like opinions when it comes to okay we live in a world of opinion a strong world yeah. of opinion and that, that's what makes the internet such a bittersweet place because it's so much growth that yeah. comes from the internet but there's also so much downfall because you literally have people we didn't really hear about conspiracy theories until the internet popped up you know like yeah. we didn't know how people felt about whatever about Jesus we didn't know how people felt about atheists we didn't know how people felt about feet it's conspiracies with literally anything nowadays so with him passing away the first thing you see is everybody trying to tell the story of what Uh. happened that's a
2: big thing in like general with black on black with any type of crime we always gotta be Little Mr. and Mrs. Inspector Gadgets, and that's not our job. People need to do their job and let people mourn in peace. Yeah. Like I, I was disgusted at the fact that somebody said there was a video of Lauren in the hospital. That is not y'all place. Yeah. If I'm mourning the loss of somebody I love, I do not want no damn camera in my face. And that's, this, is, I, this is the era that I dislike the most about social media in general and phones in general. We can't enjoy little stuff no more like I can't enjoy going to a concert no more cause all I see the person in front of me is a phone if I'm mourning I gotta see somebody's phone mm-hmm. you pulling out this camera like it needs to be mm-hmm. some type of boundaries respect people's boundaries you know what I'm saying
0: <laughs> also on top with that it was, it's like with everything like even with like school shootings and things and movie theater shootings I went to the movies last week to see um, the Us movie and the movie cut off mid movie. And the lights started flat. You know, like the emergency, everybody what? needs to get out lights. What? So in that instant everybody was so terrified because they're like, Are we about to like get shot up? Yeah, because like, that happens. Because what? now you have a world full of people who have seen what it looks like to shoot up a movie a theater. movie theater or to shoot up a school. So like the internet has really caused a lot of um turmoil. Yeah. That's and, the word.
4: Um it's, like, it's disturbing to see, like, the images that we see across the internet because even going back to, like, when uh, XXXTentacion got shot and, like, we saw his dead corpse in his, in his um, BMW. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I remember when I first caught wind of, like, the Nipsey stuff and I went to Twitter and then you see the images of him, like, laying on the ground with, like, that whatever white cloth that was around his head and blood on it. And it's, like... The fact that that's even a thing, like that Mm -hmm. we can—it's
0: the best video type of thing.
4: Yeah, but like just the fact that we have like such access to like death, like it's put on display now. uh, Death
3: is put on display, like a movie or something.
4: And like we can we can experience like PTSD from that for like seeing those type of images, like Mm -hmm. so it's not
3: even. And it becomes a norm. I Mm -hmm. feel like it's becoming a norm. I feel like it's definitely normal for. Kids nowadays to see people getting killed right on right on the news. What's like real video. What's crazy is when
2: you from the hood <sighs> Okay,
0: come on. Come it. <laughs>
2: when you are from the hood, I'm from the hood. I saw somebody get shot on my block, on my front steps. I I much very much so have PTSD from that, mm-hmm. and we don't ex- we don't understand that that's an issue until you remove from that environment. Yeah. My my sisters and my, my baby brother and baby sister don't live in the hood no more, so they don't they didn't have the same experience I had. So when this this whole situation makes me think about the hood, and it makes me think about the whole system of that economic structure mm-hmm. and how that is a recurring cycle. Some this what just happened in Nipsey ain't the first time that didn't happen on Crenshaw and Slauson. Of course not. Of course this not. This is a community that's known for this type of violence. So when people all over social media like, "Oh my God, I could not believe this is normal, baby." Yeah. So the fact that we have this, I'm happy is bringing more awareness of these traumatic experiences. But people need to understand that these communities have been in this type of turmoil for years and years to come. We need to focus on. What are we going to do to improve these places and these economic situations and these mental, you know, from mm-hmm. that? Like, I not I personally on image. my social media didn't see those images, and I try not to, and I, I censor myself. But imagine little kids nowadays. Yeah. I tip my hat off to all teachers right now because my sister learned about the L.A. riots today, and she is in eighth grade. It's a lot of Educators that I've seen Who changed their Curriculum this week To fit This situation That means it's really real You know they what I'm saying They also
0: have uh, Drive-by drills Yep They and, sure do And I learned that from um, A-Laylee her, her name's A-Laylee Mae She's a big fashion icon I went to college with her Oh yeah And we were Freshmans and sitting in her room one day and she was like, "Yeah, we have like drills. Y'all have fire alarms, but we have like drive-by alarms." Yeah, drive-by. And where they have to sit on the floor. I've never heard of that. Yes. Was LA. And this was in 2010. Yeah. Was in this was in 2010, you know what I'm saying? So, this has been a part of the culture for a very long time in neighborhoods like she's from that same area. From Compton. You know, South from Compton Central. and they have those types of things. Like now they have um drills for school shooters now, but mm-hmm. this was clearly it was happening then too yeah. you know you can't go outside they would literally take the kids outside on the playground and have them hit the ground like fall to the ground as fast as possible to practice just in case somebody would come trying to shoot up one of the students trying to shoot up a teacher a person walking past the school you know what I'm saying so like it's really been like a culture of violence and a lot of minority communities and like we said (sighs) this one hurts because it's like losing your homie this man was teaching you about currency he was teaching you about pharmaceuticals he was teaching you how to buy black
5: yeah i I took that hard just being a black man um in the world period uh nipsey he get a lot of play for me like his victory lap album is one of my favorite albums that was released but i looked up to him more so as a man Uh, i loved how he showed love for lauren uh, his relationship just how just how he carried himself and how he moved mm-hmm. so when that happened it was like damn like y'all doing this to somebody like him and then somebody who kind of mirrored myself after a guy like that as far as like give it back to the community mm-hmm. it's it's kind of like i was getting random texts and i've been getting them for years and i actually posted it on my uh my snap about my aunts and people that that reached out to and loved me they was like i want you to be careful what you're doing in the community and it never really, I never really understood it until the thing happened with Nipsey, and she was like, "Well, when you're doing good mm-hmm. in the community and people see that, they you do. you're ultimately stopping uh, what the what what the white man objective really is. He don't yeah. want to see good in the inner city, right? So if it's somebody that's that's doing good, you stopping violence, they got so much money invested into prisons. Okay. Why why would we want this guy affecting this community? They putting the guns there. Exactly. They want you to get locked up. Exactly. So if they feel like you're a threat, they would eliminate you. And then it's one of those things if they see that you have a following, this person has the ability to lead masses of people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They would check you out of here real quick. Very. So even when the conspiracy thing came up with Nipsey, to me I felt like they looked at that as like, okay, they did us a favor. Right. That black-on-black black crime, we appreciate y'all. Because I still feel like he was going to be a target, whether this happened to him or not we just from his friend. About. I still think it was going to happen. And and God forbid, like, I didn't want it to, but I still thought he was going to be a target. It's just so he that black-on-black black crime. He said it. Multiple they said times. it.
2: Everybody said it, Joe Budden, Remy Ma. Everybody said it multiple times. Three months ago, two months Mm -hmm. ago, a couple weeks ago, they've been saying it. Every interview Interview. that he's
0: done, he said, "If I die, ride for me. If I die, ride for me." Because, and that's kind of what happened. Even with X passing away, Mm -hmm. he felt himself changing. He felt, and he had a huge following. And I didn't even know X's following was so massive on so many different levels. He had kids who were usually bad kids mm-hmm. and beating up women doing all this crazy stuff listening yeah. to him and wanting to change their lives around and he felt his own death the last music video he made for sad oh yeah
2: that video was really well
0: and this that's the thing like sometimes it's like and i look at that on like a more spiritual level like you can feel in your body when something is about to change yeah. for you. i know that's why i want to know like his last moments because that's he all said the strong strong and like an hour before he's gone he tweeted about strong enemies. enemies. Yeah, it could have been in reference to the young man. It could have been in reference to people trying to get him to stop selling his drugs. You know, he sells drugs illegally. I mean, legally with the uh, marijuana and stuff. All of it could have been somebody about trying to get his music, his masters. It could be anything because mm-hmm. he literally understands the the importance of black wealth. Yeah. But to be honest,
5: and, when you when you take that <clears throat> route. <clears throat> and I listened to Nipsey a lot, a lot of his interviews. He knew taking that leadership position, he was going to be a target. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's because so of you capitalism, gotta, too, Yeah, you got to be like, prepared for that. Yeah. It's like,
5: if I'm going I'm to die for this, what I'm standing for, I'm willing to die for it.
1: Period. And you yeah. got to at
2: this point. Like, I feel like as a person who in education, I'm trying to build schools. Mm-hmm. I'm going to. I'm sorry. And you you just got to – it it hit, it hit me so hard, you I swear to God. I was just like – I felt like I did last year losing my friends. I was yeah. like, "This is one of my homies." You know what I'm saying? Like, it really hit me hard. This man is absolutely right. It's, it was a story about a guy in Chicago. I do not know his name, and I feel very sorry. He had a very large following, and he was helping rappers, mm-hmm. upcoming rappers, and stuff. And they killed him. And I was kind of like,
5: "I know you're thrown
2: him. off about that because they everybody that talked about him from like Power 92, everybody was saying like how." Such a stand-up guy he was. I, TV. That's exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. That
0: was crazy.
2: That was very crazy, and I and I and I've ran into him doing like instances, yeah. but I was just like, "Oh, y'all killing, killing."
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's going to continue to happen, too, just because of the fact that we are under a capitalist society. Like, that's mm-hmm. what's going to happen. Every time somebody reaches a point where they have a lot of power, there's going to be somebody else within this structure of society that's going to envy you. Mm-hmm. It's gonna, it, it only it happens, and especially with black people. Yeah. And the ones, who envy and, and and the the ones who envy. and the ones who envy. it it's crazy,
0: community. and it's like a double-edged sword, because you got everybody envying you. You got, you got your your people some of them don't want to see you win even though you putting on for everybody in the community Mm -hmm. they can't see past the fact that you are doing better than them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then you got white people Mm-hmm. on the other side <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who are like back. oh they think they about to learn something they think they about to they scared yeah,
2: they so you got scared.
0: scared envious people because everybody wants to know how the black man can do everything That yeah. the black man can do everything he sure can especially
5: when you cutting so, into their, when queen. you cutting into the <laughs> money you know
0: what keep saying queen what, what am I queen
3: you was a black king period
0: <laughs> but, period you know when you got a double edged sword like that it's literally like it's 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 scary it's It's really hard it really is but that that puts i feel like that puts us all in the position (laughs) creatives people who are entrepreneurs and things like that and we're about to actually get into our artist talk in a second with jay um but that puts us into a situation to where we have to make the decision to be our new leaders. Like It's a different type of voice now. You don't have to go on the streets no more mm-hmm. sure and be okay. the one who didn't get up on the back of the bus or nothing like that. You do now, it right from your phone. You do it from your phone. You have to really believe in your heart that I will die for this. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We have to understand that we're trying to uplift the community, so we might end up being people who died for this cause, and you have to mm-hmm. be totally okay with that. Uh- you got to
2: <laughs> ask that question. Are you ready
0: to die for this shit?
2: Yeah,
0: that's real. That's real. And I asked myself but that she question. she dropped the whole... Sh- 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 I'm shit. sorry. Shh. That, this Shh. shit coming in a Honda, girl. Are you mm. ready to die for... what <laughs> No, honestly,
2: no, for real. like That's something for us to think about because we all are creatives. We all are doing our own thing. And yeah. as a person who wants to move masses of people, as a person who is, you know, in education, who, you know, a changer of young minds or mm. older mind in general... That I had to ask myself that question, and I feel like I'm going to continuously ask yeah. myself that question: Are you ready to feel hurt from feel envy like i've never I've had people hate on me, but not to i've I always said I've never wanted somebody to be obsessed with me. Yeah. I've never wanted that type of energy, I never wanted that type of feeling, but that's what come with the platform Chemier like it's irritating to a point where you have to continuously ask yourself that question. Are you ready for that type of, you know, platform? I, I
5: think once you find your purpose in life, it makes it all worth it.
0: And Jay about to get ready. On phone them He about to tell us his purpose. <laughs> Marie, you got, a, uh, oh, free, no. you got a freestyle ready? <clears throat> I mean, an instrumental. Okay, so just so y'all know, uh, we got Mr. J Sims in the building. I um, feel like
5: I missed a lot of the conversation. So I apologize. For oh no
0: you, no, you ain't right miss in You ain't missing nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Can't cool. set this. We just getting face. started. Set this in front of his face so he aware of what's about to happen to him. Oh, so no. you know when you when you come on Nitty's Knocker Radio, right. you know as an artist or anybody, I don't care if you a got poet, a freestyle. you got a freestyle. Wow. And it's a sixty second freestyle. We want to know <laughs> who you are. You can talk about. You could sing, rap. You how to rap.
2: You no. can you spoken
0: word. Learn today. <laughs> you can talk. It's up to you how you want to the information but just give us 60 seconds of jay sims and why you're here today so you got your headphones on can you hear uh,
5: yeah i can hear okay. i ain't got a rapid door
0: no nope, you ain't got a okay. rap it's always a lot of fun though Ra- rapping is really fun rapping I've, I've come to really enjoy attempting <laughs> you ready marie oh. Oh.
5: <laughs> okay okay let me find the beat real quick. Hold on.
1: You can I'm say finna check really, it I'm soon. finna
5: really act like I'm a rapper. Hold Go on.
1: Ahead, you got to <clears in.
3: throat> <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah, yeah, yeah. So my name is Jay Sims. I'm a professional <laughs> entrepreneur. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna rap it, but I'm finna, I'm finna talk myself to the beat though. So my whole purpose of coming up here is to is to inspire. Hopefully, um, I am a co-founder of this company called Forever, uh, Forever Technology. Uh, I'm founder of my own nonprofit uh, called Pray for Chicago. I'm um, model, host, um, brand ambassador, uh, corporate man, uh, fiance. I don't know I can, I can keep going But my whole purpose Is to inspire people uh, I want to reach out To as many youth uh, As possible I work in education now So that's really good um, I serve as an area manager For this company Called Right at
4: School um,
0: Oh look He gave it to bike Cut uh, the beat, Cut the beat Cut the beat Cut the beat <laughs> He said He said Well actually You hey, know what We're going to get
5: felt right like a, <laughs> I felt like a poet
0: right? And that's, that's That is what it is That was a song By identity King Called Poetry Mm to this day, still my gym. Yeah. Take a moment to listen to it when you win your little fee-fee's in a bathtub <laughs> with your candle. Listen to it. Because that definitely is... You, that you should have it. I'm telling you. You could just let me know and text me Probably like, yeah, Nitty, I had that moment. And I got you. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, that's what poetry is. It's like your art, your music, whatever is coming from you, what you're giving back to the community, that is a sense of like... Facts. Mm-hmm. Of art. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I didn't know you had... Your own nonprofit. Yeah, yeah. So, so let's let's start with with your own nonprofit. Then we'll go into the Forever Tech yeah. Company.
5: So I started it um, four years ago. Um, reason why I started, I grew up in Roseland Anybody familiar with the hundreds is uh, is one of those places you really don't get out for real. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always told myself if I if I ever got put into position to start something, give back to where I'm from, I would. And I think the opportunity presented itself, I started off, like, mentoring with the Boys and Girls Club. Um, I did Black Star Project. Mm. Um, And I was doing this young, like, maybe 13, 14. So I was like, you know what? My following is okay. Uh, I always do parties. So I was like, well, if I can get hundreds of people to come together for a party, I should be able to get 100 people to come in to donate and and do some good. So I kind of started incorporating both. So I started doing, like, what we call a Pray for Chicago Barbecue where everything free, everything on me, all you got to do is bring donations, like canned goods, toys, uh, clothes, bags of uh, bags of clothes. And it started from there. So I started using social media to get the word out to the point where now I got, like, four drop-off points throughout Chicago. So anytime you want to drop off clothes, toys, or something, I just go around and I pick them up. And what I do is I donate them to it like a charity of choice. Um, so then I started doing, like, little small campaigns. Like, I did one. Uh, I do want every winner provided for 300 so I try to provide clothes and toys for 300 homeless families across Chicago. Um, That's and I, awesome. And I like yeah. to personally do it. Because at first I used to do, like, the pickup. They had, like, the pickup donation trucks. People come pick up everything you want to donate. Yeah. But I felt like I wanted that, like, one-on-one experience. So I started bringing it myself to that that actual um, to that actual foundation or that that uh, homeless shelter. So I started doing that. And, like I said, it's been going for, like, four years now so that's I,
0: awesome yeah so have you ever heard of um angel tree
4: i haven't
0: so angel tree um has been around since i was a little girl um and that's something where they give um christmas gifts to mm-hmm. incarcerate to incarcerated parents children that's dope um and my uh, stepfather was incarcerated And we thought we were getting gifts from him for he was in jail for four years Mm -hmm. and we never really felt like he was gone from us because, you know, we always went to see him at his house or whatever the way, you know, it would be told to us. But every Christmas we had tons of gifts. Yeah. So basically what that was was kind of like families um, sponsoring another family Mm -hmm. to give them gifts. And, you know, ever (laughs) since my stepfather has been out, he's been doing it every year. Um, where we pick a family and give them gifts and things like that. So it's really amazing that um, you have something that's similar in mm-hmm. in that aspect of giving back to those that look like you and yeah. it not being from, like, you know, like from a, um, a source of people who aren't like you, Yeah. right? Because, um, you know, it's always great to have charity, <clears throat> but it means, like, way more when it's charity from... The people who um, grew up like you did or um, at least saw it because, you know, growing up for us, we didn't really have a heart growing up, but we lived in the neighborhood. So, like, we were sheltered from a lot of things that went around. So, But as we got older, we were able to see, like, oh, wow, like, people don't live like we do in this neighborhood. Like, people are getting hurt outside the neighborhoods, and it just kind of brings you into understanding what... Your people are going through So that's really amazing That that um, and, you have that
5: And I think it was opposite for me Because like Growing up How we grew up And I think you hit on What's your name I'm sorry Shamiria Shamiria I think um, you hit it right on the head As far as like that PTSD Because I think at like Eight I was in a crossfire At eight years old mm-hmm. Like I don't think No eight year old Should be going through that In front of my house At that yeah. I'm outside Like playing basketball Like I'm literally Standing in front And then you just see smoke passing So it's like oh, wow that kind of, it, it forces you to grow up fast. i definitely say that. And mm. then being from Chicago, I think we just always defensive. <laughs> it took me to go away to the school to realize, like, wait, people don't really live like this no. all the time. <laughs> like, like me, I ain't got to, like, watch behind my back. I ain't got to worry about getting jumped on, getting off the butt. Like, it was no, just a lot. Real. It was so much stuff going on. And it was like a culture change when you go away to school. That's what I always tell the youngins, like, I'm ever speaking to them like please go away, mm-hmm. get, out, get out, get out your no. neighborhood, because you're gonna experience. Because you got, th- I went to Corliss High School. Our population was 98 percent black. We might mm-hmm. have had like three Mexicans, maybe one white person. So when I went away to college, and I went to U of I. I'm like, wait, what the hell? Like, what, what's going on? Okay, right, yeah. Like it's a lot of white people out here. Like I wasn't used to that. No, so and I think that taught me kind of like to be street smart and book smart.
0: Oh and my that's God. definitely me? is this me? No, I'm sorry. But that's that's real. That's real though because like you say you were 8 years old. 8 years Just old. Just imagine if it would if you would have been gone. Like nah, your real. purpose, you wouldn't be living in your purpose. No, you know what I'm real. saying? And it would have been taken from you at such a young age and that's how you know when like God or the universe or whoever people believe in it's all the same thing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like somebody looking out for you.
5: I stumbled across my um my 7th 8th grade basketball photo. And I looked at that photo. I, it was fourteen people on the team. Three of my now dead. Um, two are doing ten plus years in jail, and the other ones I don't know what they're doing. So that's what what I say. Three three dead, two in jail. That's five out of fourteen.
2: That's the normal. That, that just pretty
5: much get. yeah, pretty that's much let I mean. you know how it was.
0: That's <clears throat> excuse me. This you know this cop has been getting on my nerves. I can't <laughs> deal with it no more. But we um. Let's talk about your co-partnership yeah. with like how you grew into that partnership.
5: Yeah. Um so it's Forever Technology. So what we do, we connect clients to event professionals. Um, uh, so similar to like let's say Wedding wire, the Knot, Pinterest, all those places. Uh we're similar to them but we how we connect you is more efficiently uh using technology. Um that came about me and my co part one of the co-founders, the active CEO um, he had this company called Upscale Forever, and uh, it was an event service company. But he wanted to expand and make a lot more money. Um, so me and him sat down. We met. Uh, we kind of just kind of filled each other out at first because it was one of those things. I don't never want to get into a business if I don't know the person. Like right. I don't really trust people like that. Like if I don't respect you and we can't trust each other, I don't want to go into business. So um, that happened. We sat down, met for about a year. He finally came back to me like, "Hey, let's do this," and we got. Three other guys. Now we got an engineer that's in LA. Actually, just moved to Chicago. Um, the other co-founder, he's uh, based in Chicago. So we've been doing. We launched maybe a month ago. Um, so it's, it's been going good so far. Like I want y'all to check it out. It's forever f. I'm sorry, four e evrcom
0: So if I need somebody to plan my um <laughs> my two k seven skate party that's happening oh, yeah. in uh, May, you we, know what I'm saying?
5: <laughs> yeah. So so the first year we focused on weddings. Um, oh, the second year, looked. the second year we gonna do special events, but this oh, okay. year we focus on winning So, like right now, you can come on our platform, you can get connected to a DJ, photographer, uh, event coordinator, one day coordinator. Um, we also doing MUA's now too. So, mm. if you're MUA looking for work, we connect you to them too because that's we we found that's one of the thriving businesses, especially in Chicago. What's an MUA? Uh, makeup makeup artist.
2: Makeup <laughs> <artists>. uh. <laughs> I, I'm looking down like But that's
0: lit I mean that's That's a smart growth You that's know fine. Start with one thing Then yeah. jump into Two things And then three And then go from there Yeah
5: once we take over The wedding industry in Chicago we, The next is New York and Okay so that
0: means I gotta get married Okay so if anybody's listening <laughs> um, Breaking if, news if Breaking news Nitty needs a husband No <laughs> No It's <This laughs> real breaking news Wait Lauren London just posted On Instagram Aww
2: no, man. I'm about to go, G. What is she addressed this? It's the a situation. Line. She addressed it. it. Y'all want out. me to read it? Yeah, yeah. just read oh, it. Let me take my... Get out of here. She said, I am completely lost. I've lost my best friend, my sanctuary, my protector, my soul. I'm lost without you. We are all lost without you, babe.
0: I have no words.
2: Word. All right, y'all. Time for me to
0: go. Y'all have a great night.
1: <laughs>
0: it's very, very... Um, that's hard. That's mm-hmm. hard. It's yeah. been, it's a hard week. Um, I feel I
1: feel fine. I'm not yeah, going I'm,
0: I'm not even going to be the same for like the one. 5 7 month years.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You said 5 7 month years. Magic business. Which one <laughs> you trying to do? Major business. Which, <laughs> how long? Which one you
3: want to do? But um oh
0: mm-hmm. Jesus but it Back into what we were talking about with the entrepreneurship thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of getting to that point of conversation where it's like how important is your entrepreneurship to the cause, you know? Uh, who got some gum who or some, some... That was me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to do it under the table. I'm like,
3: it's not me. It they turned mean.
0: the microphones up in here for real, for real. Well, I've never heard it that crisp and clear. Oh <laughs> well, you need some, King. I don't need some. That it sound like... <laughs> but you name looked name around name. like, yo, oh my the, my gum, gum. <laughs> the gum, the yeah. gum. But no, um... As far as uh, what you're, you're doing with your um, businesses, mm. are, are all of the partners black or? All black. Oh, period. Jesus. I, I, ooh. ooh, ooh something about like, that black money. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all money in, no money out. Period. Flip that. Oh, I'm, I'm so glad to hear that because I was matter. worried and I didn't want to offend. I didn't want to offend and be like, you should have all black people. No, we all,
5: all black. All that black. is amazing. 20, and we were on the same age, too. And like how old are 29. you if you don't mind? I'm, t- I'm 28.
0: Yes. Okay. And that's that's great. 28 with two businesses that you're <coughs> that you're starting. So, when it comes to being an entrepreneur though, like how does that feel for you knowing that for one you have a nonprofit mm-hmm. that is specifically for troubled communities and yeah. underserved communities and then you have a business where you want to take over an industry in Chicago? Oh! In the world, I feel like you probably want to take over the world with this, and it's an all-black staff.
5: I think it's super important. So it it goes back to the conversation we was talking about, even with Nipsey. Um, I feel like to in order to control the narrative, you have to be in a position of ownership. Mm -hmm. If you don't own nothing, you can't really have too many conversations with these white people. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think for me. Even with the non profit, that's for me, that's that's good for my soul. Like me giving back, that helps me, like that's me fulfilling my purpose on earth. So that's that's just personal for me. Um I would do that even if I didn't have a non profit, it would just be on my own. I still do it. But as far as the, the tech company, I want something I can leave to my kids. Uh, generation start a generation wealth. wealth. Yep. Um something I can pass down and, and they can take it on and they can pass it to their kids and they can pass it to their kids because like I said, I ain't grow up like that. I'm, I'm used to um, <laughs> lighting candles when your lights went out or, mm. or boiling water, hot water on the stove because your hot water was on. Mm. Like, that's that's how we grew up. So my thing is I had to change my whole mentality. It was like, okay, well, I don't want to grow up like that. Mm-hmm. So it started with me.
4: Mm. Yep. Can I ask you a question, sir? Yes, yeah, sir. <clears throat> um, you said, like, this year you are going to focus on uh, holy matrimony. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: Uh, i'm like what church you talking about so (laughs) i'm pretty much like what's
4: what's what's like your like your three five year and like 20 plus year plan like whatever so
5: you
0: want the three five and no that's that's
5: actually good because we we structure like that because as a black company people wouldn't expect like once y'all go and check out the website y'all wouldn't expect four black guys made it's
0: nice it's nice
5: it's like super dope but um as far as our goals, we got our goals set up all the way into ten years. So mm-hmm. the first year is take over Chicago. Um, three years we in New York. We go into the largest um, budgets as far as wedding industry. So we go New York, we go L.A., San Francisco. Um, I think the Washington area, and there was one more within the next ten years.
4: Washington being the D.M.V. area. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Hmm.
3: I got a question too um, just you being uh, a you know a young uh, businessman entrepreneur you just spoke on you know you know being the main goal is having your own yeah you know and owning a business and having everything you know yeah. and you do speak with children you said yeah so what is the advice that you give you know the kids that you speak to you know to give them that mentality to have their own because I think you know a lot of times in our communities like we're, I feel like we're doing a great job job now of really realizing that we need to own our own Yeah. Mm-hmm. but like what advice do you give the kids to give them that you know that mindset to have their own Like,
0: uh,
5: find your passion and find your purpose
0: mm-hmm.
5: and then go for it. whatever that is
0: and um, I think that is so important like and it's and I just love when it kind of does a, a full circle with everything because even with this brand the, the Nitty's Knocker brand I was nineteen when I first made a website for it, Mm -hmm. and my vision statement that just, or the mission statement that came in my head, it was like a vision with purpose. And I was like, why? Why is that my mission Mm -hmm. statement? But okay, like I couldn't think of anything else, right? Mm -hmm. And at nineteen, I felt something that I could give back in Mm -hmm. any capacity with, and it's for me, it's it's putting putting the world onto new ventures new businesses new music new art you know new ideas happiness you know and so it's like when you really start to grow into the business you want, you know, Mm -hmm. it is about
1: your passion. Yeah, And sometimes you won't even know that it's your passion. until you actually just put your all into it. Mm -hmm. So what I would say is always do everything with intention and remember that all things work together for good. Even if it's something that you necessarily don't want to be a part of right then, it could potentially become your passion. Mm -hmm. All things work together for good. Go through the bad thing. Girl, you bringing the unicorn gospel early today. Thank you. (laughs) Jay. What?
2: Who is, um, someone that you look up to and like, This feel, like, you from Chicago, you from Roseland. So I'm really um, anxious to know, like, who is somebody you admire in this industry?
4: Oh.
5: I admire, like, the Diddy's. I admire Chance the Rapper. Um, I admire people my age and younger than me, too. Because, like, my grandfather used to tell me this all the time, like, I'm one of those, like, if I see you doing well, I would let you know. Like, I'll snap you. Like, hey, I like what you're doing, bro. you making me want to go harder, whether you're younger than me or older. And a lot of people, especially men, we we kind of scared to put our pride to the side to tell another man that, not me. Like, if, you, if you're if doing something and I like how you're moving, I'm going to tell you. So you might be somebody I look up to. Like, I got a lot of people. My circle inspired me. Like my guys that I hang with, they push me to go out every day.
0: Yes. Yeah, he got yes. good friends, man. It's, <laughs> it's, it's those. really cool hanging yeah. around mm-hmm. people who... Because I've hung out a few times And it's like You can have good conversations yeah. You know like It's not like that. You're sitting Ugh. in a room Talking to my heart A bunch of people Who want to talk about Girls with big booties Or whatever <laughs> like, too. <laughs> yeah. But it, let's, say, let's say The conversation mm-hmm. Do come up right It's still a good conversation yeah. Because nobody's Bashing the other person down Everybody's yeah. so open minded yeah. yeah. In certain capacities Of what you know mm-hmm. What the conversations and, Are like And
5: that's advice That I give too though like, You gotta change your circle
0: Period Mm, mm.
5: Cause I, I ain't gonna lie, before this happened. I had a circle that I was running with like anytime you feel like you the the best out of your circle you it's probably change. time to move around yep,
0: what what did uh, Jay-Z say he said if you the what's the line from the song he said if everybody around you broke then you the then you not then, then you not, not a
2: boss you're not no. a boss at all cause the boss is gonna lead you you by example people. and he gonna employ <laughs> people so if you the leader and you, everybody else following you and you the toughest one in the crowd then you weak
1: that's fact Your
2: circle weak a lion can't be the top person the people around the lion are the strongest that's a fact Very true. so you sitting up here saying that oh i got a whole bunch of niggas with me yeah but you the strongest one so you the weakest right and that does not make a team that does does not at
0: all even and it's just i don't know i think it's just refreshing you know um everybody in this room has such an important role to making a brand better while pushing their own narratives you know so Mm -hmm. it's just like if you're if you can't have people like that around you or on your team, then you know that's that's not a team. And
5: you definitely really gonna go a- through that fake love too. <clears throat> that fake love. Oh is so yeah, that's
0: real. the. Yeah. I think that's something important to touch on with entrepreneurship too. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> when you are working for yourself and building your own brands. Um, People will use you. People they're, will mooch off of you. And ride your wave. And it's really easy to be, to let them. It's so easy to let them because you can't really process it as that. Not beginning. if
5: you already understand what they're trying to do, though.
0: That's the thing that yeah, comes with do. learning, though. You yeah. not you mm-hmm. don't initially know that. You have to process yeah. people's roles in your life. And then you have to really look. And it took years for me to figure it out. But I was just like, now I'm like, what are you... You gotta go. Some people, or you no, know, don't like,
1: even make them go. Figure out a way to use it. They yeah. want to use your platform. No, it be to people
0: who gotta you. go though. You no,
1: know, yes. sometimes yes. it's people yes. who yes. Have you have control. to. You, you
2: gotta move like yourself. Friend. My friend always trying to put somebody who bad energy and mm-hmm. something else than me, yeah. I'm like, no, because that's going to come through you one one way or another. Mm-hmm. I'm very big on protecting my energy. You're not going to come up in here yeah. and play with me because I know I'm a good person. Yeah. Yeah, when indeed. you know you're a good person, you're not going to let nobody try to suck you dry because there are people mm-hmm. out yeah. here that are leashes. You got to learn how to And they pe- see that and they try to take that from you. So don't let nobody think that they could get that close yeah they can't
1: take it Period. anyway what's the law of like energy or whatever Love. like it can be exchanged and something yeah. but it can't be destroyed so if yeah you you'd cut that black bad energy off it'll come around with another person uh-huh. so you gotta face that you gotta find a balance and you find, gotta find your find balance
5: finding ways, a, a ways to put people in their own category too here, here. that's what i learned how to do because i like you say i'm a good energy i preach that all the time good energy good vibes you ain't got that. I don't really want to be around you like that for real. Yeah. But if I am around you, I know how to put you in the category. Mm-hmm. Sure do. Like I got people like, I wouldn't tell my personal business to, but I'll party with you. Like right. you I got my party friends. friends. Like we can go kick it. But when it comes to me telling you some, some
2: business, no, I Never. know I got to
5: separate the two.
2: Never
0: would have known it. <laughs> you se- Get out of here. You got to,
5: you got to separate
0: the two. <laughs> but I definitely want us to, um, continue talking about this in the sense of, um, we have Shamiria, Scoop, as well as the boop, Unicorn boop, boop. Gospel that will be coming after this short music break, and the Unicorn Gospel is about the good coming together, everything coming together for the greater good, and I want, you know, I'm excited for everybody's perspective. This is a good a good circle like to, to talk with. I'm oh. glad, I'm yeah. glad, but we right now we about to listen to uh, some of my faves, you know, I sent Marie some music today, and okay. I'm trying to sweat again, I, I was sweating when the, we first started the show, but I gotta be careful, because it's lit it's lit in the studio y'all listening to nitty's knocker radio here at q4 studio this is a gallery it's a radio station it's a community it's a family we do this every single tuesday 6 to 8 p.m and you just heard jenny two songs how you feeling jilly how you feeling jenny i call you jilly how you feeling jenny <laughs>
1: She nervous. She been talking remember, the whole time. No, I don't know what to say today. I feel great.
3: Amazing. Wow, that <laughs> so Fantabulous. cute. It was, it was lit. It was you dope. got
0: good music, and
2: <laughs> your music is uh, yes, Jenny. It's by no, it's all Apple Music. You on know, Apple
1: Music? Yeah. yeah. music. Merz- I'm finna <laughs> download you. <just laughs> definitely got to get that. In Most of it, it on SoundCloud though. So I do got some stuff. The yeah.
3: disrespect. DJ, go
0: ahead. Put that. Put that in the music is out here. So, you got to hear some underground music. And to anybody who's ever interested in having their music played, um, anybody who's an entrepreneur, anybody who is an artist, an author, you know, if you're doing something that you're proud of, just shoot me an email or submit your content to me and we can see how we can get you on the show. Um, I personally reached out to Jay. Um, I've seen him host events, I see his energy. He literally is like the male version of me in this, like, positive world of uh, displaying energy. You know, like, just give them the energy that they need. Don't give them nothing else. You know, don't start no problems, won't be no problems type of person. So it was really exciting to see that you are starting ventures, like, tech ventures. Like, that's not normal in black communities. (laughs) At all. And another thing I want to speak on about generational wealth (laughs) before we go into uh, Shamiria's scoop is if you don't have life insurance... Oh, man. Baby, you need to get yeah. it. Get it, no like, get it like yesterday. That's like $10 a
1: month. For and the it's also woman.
0: a way, they have a bunch of different ways to where it benefits you, where you can have money you can take out for personal needs. Sure do. They mm-hmm. have uh, plans where you could get Apple watches mm-hmm. and Fitbits. It's all types of incentives for you to protect yourself. And do it now when it's cheap because mm-hmm. when you're 40 Baby. and you had one cough, they say, oh, no, 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 you're you going to die. That, and mm. then, even if you're not even if it's a little small sickness it makes it that much harder for you to to get that and though, that money you can leave to families that yeah. money i could be that's i can die tomorrow to at 20 26 years old what yeah, what, what, what would would i have to leave my don't family don't mm-hmm. yeah. that's yeah you know i'm i'm covered I'm not by it. you know i really believe so that, that i'm covered, covered really and i'm here words. for you know the purpose of the lord so you know like but at the same time you can you got to think about it like it could happen so how are you going to protect your family? Mm-hmm. You can protect your mama and your sisters and your brothers. You don't have to be the oldest person in your family to leave the money. Because anything can happen to anybody. It happened to Nipsey, unfortunately. Can
5: I, st- can I take it a mm-hmm. step farther? Go ahead. S- set up a savings account for your kids now. So that's, a, that's a way to start. Especially if you want them to go away to school. Yes.
1: Some people do say, too, though, like, well, instead of doing, like, a savings, because who knows, like, what if everything happens and they just want to take all the money that's in the banks and put it elsewhere. What are we going to do? We don't have that money anymore. Uh, so IRA. they say they're doing it in life insurance is, like, a little bit safer in that, like, if anything happens, you still get that money regardless. Or you regardless could put it in an IRA. Economy is doing. Or you right. put
2: in an IRA
0: on, on a credit union. Yes. yes. Black credit union, South Shore credit union. Or you yeah. can put it in a credit union or yeah. IRA if you want it to be more flexible. And guess what else they do for you? They give you loans. You could have an account you with sure them for can. three months. And then they you say, hey, I need to buy a car. Hey, I want to start a business. I want to buy a house. I want to buy a house. And they will fund you because yep. you are a part of their family at that point. You don't have to be with them for five, ten years. Good credit,
2: no credit, well, no money down. Say, Get your credit. Period.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we could, look, we could have a glitter talk about that. Ooh. That's something off the that's when you sit in front of the camera and show them pictures and do all that. That's that's (laughs) another talk for another time, but I definitely do want to have that talk as well. So if anybody's ever interested in that talk, be the guest to do it. Mm -hmm. But, um, let's go ahead and scoop it up. All right, y'all.
2: So, um, this week on The Scoop, of course, I have to pay tribute to someone that I just look up to so dearly. So, we're just going to give you the scoop on Amaris, and i hope I'm pronouncing his name right—Nipsey Hussle. His last name is mm-hmm. Um, So, he was best known as and described as Neighborhood Nip. And I just want to go into more of his entrepreneurial background. So, he owned the Marathon Smart St- Smart Shop Store. Um, he also owned the Marathon Agency, a talent and marketing company, his Proud To Pay campaign, a means to distribute his music. Um and in two thousand eighteen, which was last year, Nipsey opened up a STEM workplace and functioning workshop, um, in which he hoped to name Vector Ninety, which would have been a school. Um, and so that is still in the process of like being, you know, complete and things like that. Um, his first mixtape in 2005 was named Slauson Boy Volume One. His eighth mixtape was released in 2013, titled Shaw. It was priced at a hundred dollars a pop, so that means um, he was like it was free on like everything else, but at that time, physical copies were a hundred dollars. So, Jay Z, um, Rock Rock Nation called him and they said that they wanted to buy a um, hundred copies of the a thousand that were available and they asked him how can we send this money to you and he was like Let me let me show y'all how y'all can send ten thousand dollars to me. Um and if you don't know, um Nipsky Hustle from that, you know, he helped that helped him move forward to sell his thousand copies, which gave him his first hundred thousand dollars. Um and from for more forward from that, um when he got released from uh Billboard not Billboard, when he got released from his record label In 2017, he released his, he ended up owning all of his masters. If you don't know what that means, that means that every time you hear Nipsey's music being played, every time it's ran on any type of Apple Music, SoundCloud, on Instagram, on Twitter, if they drop on Snapchat, his money goes to him and his family. So whoever is in charge of that, that money goes to him. (laughs) Not a lot of record labels give you that privilege It takes you a very long time to get out of a contract But what Nipsey did, what he had over his other counterparts Was he had an entrepreneur background So he came in talking business to business And that's something that I look up to Because there are a lot of people in the rap game From years and years ago that are stuck in 360 deals And they cannot get out until they make a certain amount of money Little Uzi just dropped a song last week Called Free Uzi Because he was six million dollars in tax debt Did y'all know that? Mm -hmm. Yeah yeah, Six million And his accountant said we six million dollars behind So that means that somebody Wasn't good with the money Um, But that's a scoop on Nipsey um, And that's just something That I think that people should look more into Um, He he owned the place where he was, you know, murdered in. Um, that says a lot to me, and it says a lot to the community in which he lived in as well. So I think that moving forward as as entrepreneurs, you guys should think more about long-term money instead of right now. Um I own like two designer bags And like a couple designer clothes You know what I'm saying I'll drop some bands on it But it's probably like designers That I know who make those clothes Y'all seeing what these people do with our money Let's keep our money black for real We do Gucci have made power. a sweater
0: that's all I'ma say. They made a bad you know, sweater. You
2: you just we just gotta keep our money back. We have a <laughs> lot of power.
0: And we have a lot of amazing black designers we sure and do. we have a lot of amazing black tech companies it's 2019. forever. 2019. But shout it out forever, it's forever, 2019,
2: forever. So you should know. Oh, so my word of the week. <clears throat> my word of the week is sedelius. I thought you was gonna say sediety. I'm mean. Sedulous. Sedulous. Okay, it's s e d u l o u s. It's an adjective and means showing dedication and diligence.
4: I like that.
2: So this week, if you make and repeat, if you make repeated and sedulous attempts to fix your life or community, you are moving into the right path. I think that people need to. Take a step back from whatever it is that they're doing, whether you work a nine-to-five, whether you flip bricks. You need to figure out <laughs> if what you are doing, you're moving with diligence, if you're moving with dedication, um, whether it be the right way or the wrong way, you should be trying to make good debt instead of bad debt. And you can take that literally, Figure t- you can take that on every level. Just take that with you, and that's all I got today. I like that Go crazy GD Appreciate (coughs) that Oh my (laughs) gosh That was a Really
0: really great Scoop Thank you Um And now we're gonna Jump into the Unicorn Gospel And for those Who don't know What the Unicorn Gospel Is It's pretty much A moment where We grow together Um We build together Based on things That people have Gone through In the week we unicorn together. We unigang. We are a unit. We are unigang. <laughs> gang gang. But okay, so this week, um, I joined a church on Sunday. Nice. And it's a very very small church, um, and the pastor is is young. <clears throat> He's uh, influential. He's quick with his message and he he means it. he has passion and purpose right oh, what, what which one what, what is this i'll give you more information i know is this a chicago dude or is this you wouldn't know it's like it's literally just like a family what? church what but, but I'll, I'll give y'all information i'm gonna write a blog about it and everything Oh good. because this this unicorn gospel is based off of what message he gave and it made me join the church Damn. um so i posted on my instagram page um the romans it's romans eight twenty eight and it says and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose mm-hmm. so when you are okay for me because that's how I usually relate it I've been going through a lot of ups and downs um in the journey of entrepreneurship mainly because um my College life wasn't as traditional. I did three years at Columbia College, and then I went and did a trade for broadcast journalism. So I don't have a literal uh, bachelor's, right? I have a trade that I paid a lot of money for. Um, And it caused me to really doubt myself in a lot of areas because I would feel like my, my brain wasn't as powerful as I knew it was because people wouldn't give you the chance to showcase that. So entrepreneurship has always been me since I was 19 years old, Um, losing a home to a fire. Mm -hmm. I got a crib at 19, I told my mom, don't worry about me. I'll figure out school, I'll figure out everything on my own. And the hustle started then for me, Um, but it's hard. Mm -hmm. It's very stressful um, when you are showcasing a talent or trying to build a business or a brand or anything with no help so when i was at church i was listening because i was like man like my boss don't like the way i dress she think i'm now she think i'm a slut because she saw my instagram and she didn't read none of my posts mm. she just saw a picture of me loving myself because I asked, I asked a lot of people i say is my page rated r or what you know they say no it's pretty pg pretty mm-hmm. pg 13 maybe But now I'm in a position where my boss looks at me different and I'm not getting into that position that I was supposed to have. So I've been struggling and stressing and confused about what I should be focusing on. And when the pastor was talking about how it's not really an easy thing, how it's always complicated. Like it's literally complicated. life is complicated. It was complicated for mm-hmm. Abraham. It was complicated for all these people, and the Bible it was complicated for Jesus. It was complicated for Joseph and Mary. Mm-hmm. that wasn't Joseph's son, but he still had to like take care of him like it was his son. Mm-hmm. you know he he didn't want to shun his wife so and that's crazy. Marcus is watching right now, and I'm talking about the verse. <laughs> this is a pastor he's watching right now, and I'm talking about the verse that he uh, said, but basically it was just about understanding that Everything will come together for you if you have faith. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times we lose faith because Mm -hmm. we don't know how to hold on to it. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I got it today because a good thing happened. But then the moment things are going bad in your life, It's taken away. You just like, I don't believe in anything. There's no way that this can happen for me. I want to die. I want to do this. I want to do that. And we got to stop speaking those words. Mm -hmm. Because just because a time is bad and you're struggling and going through something, it does not mean that you have to give up. It just means that something really, really great is about to come to you. You just have to stay strong and you have to keep the faith. Um, And it literally made me stand up and join the church because I was Mm -hmm. just like, I needed to hear that. I Mm -hmm. needed to know. That everything I'm doing is for the greater. I know it's for good. I know I mean well. I know I have intent. Mm-hmm. And just because somebody not giving it to me right now or paying attention to it right now does not mean that it's not worth it. Yeah. And yes. um, that was like the the unicorn gospel. And he said, faith is believing God when everything around you says otherwise. That's a fact. Mm. Thank you, Marcus. Like, for real. Like, it, it really... I don't know. It just really moved the whole room. And now I'm like, I got a live broadcast church every mm-hmm. every Sunday now. I'm going to put it on my Instagram when he's preaching because everybody needs to hear this. And the way it sat with me is just like, how can I tell my friends mm-hmm. to not give up? How can I tell all these people I know starting businesses that it's going to be okay? That, like, it's just a moment. It's just a, uh, it's literally an obstacle
3: yeah. on your
0: life course. It's an obstacle for your, in your purpose. So that was, like, my unicorn gospel. I mean, people can feel free to join in and conversation about it. I agree completely. Y'all can go ahead.
2: (laughs) I agree.
1: And a lot of times you won't even know, like, if you were presented with certain opportunities before you were ready, you could have the wrong mentality and fuck it all, I mean, mess it all up.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And and the timing. The timing, I think, is so important as well. It's like... God ain't got ain't brought it to you yet for a reason. Mm-hmm. He wants you to learn those lessons or, first so when it comes, mm-hmm. you're ready. You or you got you it. don't gotta get ready, yeah. you already ready. Or you
2: yeah. going yeah. through what you're going through to be to get ready for what it is that mm-hmm. you're going through. And it's really hard To say when you're in a messed up situation or something is hard, like especially right now with the climate of the world, like how can we sit up and tell a family everything is going to be okay? It's really Mm -hmm. hard when things happen and you're in a rut and the things. That you used to believe in, it's like on pause, and I think that's when that's really like a test. I mean, that's really a test from God. Like you, I'm putting you through something. Can you really like count oh, yeah. on me? And that's really really hard, especially with our generation. I see people tweet immediately when something going on, or mm-hmm. they're snapping something wild happening and things like that, and they never take a second to stop. And think or pray or do something. And I just had to tweet that. It's so crazy. I just tweeted yeah. that today. That's one of the hardest lessons and tasks to do as a human being because we're so quick to, you know, react. Mm-hmm. We're not we not too quick to stop and listen and I, think.
5: I think it's a reason why I came up here because it's... Obviously, come on now we, we all mm-hmm. we, we all we all had uh you know it. We, we all had similar conversations like even just for me in the past week somebody asked me what's your proudest moment to date and the time that i talked about was probably like when i went through the storm like mm. when i went through my worst moment mm. people say well, why that's the best because honestly that prepared me to be in a position where i'm at now mm-hmm. a lot of people well, i tell this testimony all the time people already heard it but I was homeless at nineteen when I went away to school. My second, my sophomore year of college, I was messed up. I lost my job, um, got kicked out of school, and evicted within a two month span. Jeez. And I'm nineteen years old, so I was living off Little Caesars Pizza. Like I would eat two for breakfast, three three slices in for lunch, two for dinner. Like I was doing that for like two months.
0: That is so crazy. It's yeah. literally crazy. Nineteen, like at nineteen, the story like losing your home to a fire. I had to. My family was homeless, homeless. Yeah. yeah. I had to I got an apartment before my mother was able to get a home. And this is something you can look it up. Our story was mm-hmm. on TV, on the news, because we it was a struggle. The three my, house fire. Three house fire. We what? lost every single thing we owned.
5: but That's that dangerous. And
0: it showed. It built character. It built so much built character. So much. I had to go to work full time, mm-hmm. have a crib full time. Mm-hmm. I put my sisters on my taxes that year because I said, I'm helping. Yeah. I don't care that y'all messed up. And I, and I love my parents so much to this day because it's like y'all did the best that y'all could yeah. to still provide. But I took that step out. I was living with my friends in their dorm rooms mm-hmm. until I could get a place.
5: Like that, that led me closer to God, to be honest Oh Because yes. nope, when that happened, I'm like I ain't got nobody to call on and
1: But that's him
0: we,
5: so when That's I, why you gotta
1: go through that When I moved
5: back to Chicago, it was like, okay I cried for like four, five hours that okay. night mm. All I'm night crying. And this is what made me realize what God, what God was real That very next morning, my cousin <laughs> called I don't even know how he even knew I was home Nobody knew but my grandma But he was like, um, cuz, you need a job? I'm like, wait a minute Imagine the night before I cried, God, just get me out of this situation. I'll oh do anything. My God, yes. The very next morning, he called me at 730. Like, cause Walmart distribution center is hiring. All you got to do is bring your social security card, driver's license. You start Monday.
0: Oh, wow.
3: Right.
5: How much? I didn't the even ask. Makes. He he, like, they pay. I'm cause like, I ain't going to lie to you. I don't care how much they pay. Just come pick me up. No. And so that made me realize, like, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Like, I got to figure out what's to this God situation. Like, I'll, it made me better my relationship with him. Like, I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. Very, a lot of times so.
1: I feel like a lot of people, like, they be in the noise of, like, the devil, air quotes on the devil, yeah. or, like, bad energies. You you crowded by the noise, and God got to take you away from that noise so you can Man. hit him, or so y'all can have that conversation, because all it takes is knowing what you want to get from God and mm-hmm. manifesting it. Yes. Yeah. Believe in it. Y'all up there
2: and oh, that's it and, and that's and the that's the, like
0: i just it is and that's why like it's important for us to talk together about stuff like this because you don't have to be religious you don't have to have christianity or mm-hmm. buddhism you don't have to have any of those but if you have that love for god mm-hmm. for the universe like the universe is bigger than anything we can imagine mm-hmm. and it created us so you have to know it cares about you. You have to know that God cares about you and that you will be great in, in whatever you do as long as you keep faith. And I, we lose faith a lot. We do. <clears throat> Every day it's a moment where I'm like, man, maybe I should just like.
5: And, and it's one thing I, before <coughs> before, you, before, you, before you speak. But um, it's one thing I do want to say. And a lot of people need to hear this. Like when you, if you pray, like if you are a spiritual religious person, if you pray, pray with faith that's one of the things I struggle with. It was like, once you pray, you shouldn't worry after you, you finish praying. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. once you once you pray, you leave it up in God's yes. hands, and then you move on from the situation. Yes. A lot of times people pray and still be just as worried mm-hmm. as they were when they were praying. That's not praying in faith. Yep. You praying with the expectation that he's going to handle whatever you prayed about, whatever your problems are.
0: Yes, that is so true, and that's why I tell... Oh, go ahead, Keeva, and I'll make the point.
4: I, I was just going to say... Um, <clears throat> along with keeping faith like people gotta remember to put action along with mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. like like yeah. you got the opportunity to work at the Walmart distribution center like you gotta you know God gonna bring those uh, opportunities into your life and then you gotta put action to that to like remove yourself from those bad situations so you know
0: Right, you can't uh, just, be clouded in judgment about it. Don't pray it. Don't
4: do the work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. So it, it can't oh just God, be yes. faith and then just praying mm-hmm. and, and sitting on your ass. Like you gotta actually put some. some yeah, because if you're
1: not, if you're not doing nothing, you are being ungrateful to what God gave you. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. Fact,
5: and He'll definitely take it away. That's mm-hmm. one of that's what humbled me. Mm-hmm. Like once you've been through what mm-hmm. I've been you through, you lose like it. Like, now, it'd be, I go through problems. Now I'd be like, listen, this is not nothing compared to what I, I went think I'm there. still learning
0: too because I'm still so like young. I'm like, but I'm sad, and it's just like, but stop. Because mm-hmm. your hope okay, I wanna explain because this is this story is so beautiful. Thank God for our lives. Because the day it happened, my mom and stepdad were getting a divorce. They were supposed to finalize the day that the fire happened, right? He came over that night. Please let me come over. Please, please, please. They came he came over. And we used to do family nights, family movie nights where all of us would be together in one room and watch movies. So they that happened that night. So, but I was gone. I was at UIC with my homies, you know, I'm 19 in college. I'm, I'll come home tomorrow or later type of situation, right? Mm-hmm. I wake up, my sister like, the house on fire, come home. Um, what? Yeah, okay, so the point. way it happened, everybody was in the living room. Everybody passed out in the living room that night.
1: Yeah, because he was begging us to bring the mattress. <clears throat> At first, it was like, okay, like, me and my sister, we wasn't really that, like, yeah, so- into it. Yeah, that's my oh, little okay. sister. So, me and my other sister, though, like, th- like, me and her had a room in the attic. And we was just going to go up there and watch TV because that's what we do. Like, my other siblings are younger, so they bond together. Me and her bond together. So we was going to go upstairs and watch TV. And my dad was like, no, like, I want not try to watch this movie. I want not try to watch this movie. And so we went and we got the mattresses and stuff, and we brought them all to the front room. And then the next morning, the first place that hit, like, the that guy hit by the fire was the attic. And all and the stairs broke
0: down, so they so wouldn't have been able to get down, down the stairs. Down. My little brother and sister's room, fire went into their room the basement was my room smoke b- broke i wouldn't have been able to get out of the basement yeah. literally all of us would have passed away except my mother whose room was blessed mm-hmm. her room was oiled that up. up that was her sanctuary and, and that was the that only room us. that was not touched what and my yeah. dad woke up felt they felt the boom my dad threw all of them out the window first and i get the call I wasn't even there so just think about that. You know what you I'm saying? Like, and the family. people that
1: lived there before us came <clears throat> into, to the, fi- the scene of the fire and they told us about how they prayed all the time in my mom's room. And they prayed to cover it because they knew something was going to happen or something like that. Like They just knew like it was going to be something iffy. And when they heard about the fire, they came over and they told my mom, like, we've been praying on that room, we've been praying in that room, this, that, and the that's third. And that was deep. the one that did not touch fire. That's some deep
0: <laughs> and And that's why, for real. And it is. <laughs> it's real deep. And that's why, you know, when people don't understand you, they misinterpret who you are, yeah. you know, and that's okay with me because at the end of the day, I know that what I push out and what I believe in and what I'm trying to do for the community, for the culture, for myself is genuine mm-hmm. because you literally can be in situations where you don't have nothing, yeah. but the people and next to you and God yeah. kept me and my family. And I tell you, we tied it in tight. Like you, there is not yeah. a thing. We live together. Yeah. Me and yeah. my sisters live that's together. Crazy. And it's like, like we still like, oh, well, when we move out, we need to get one apartment. We need to leave in the same building. Like, we literally cannot (laughs) disconnect from each other. And that's how it is down to my 15-year-old little brother. 15, 17, 22, 23, and 26. This is how we navigate together. And y'all all yeah, share that right testimony
3: <laughs> as well. And yeah. that's what I think the blessing is out of it as well is just that testimony you guys lived. Mm. And now you can speak on that yeah. and share that with us in the room. And we can feel, you know what I'm saying, what you guys went through. So. All and, work and, tell, and all
0: things
5: work together. And tell it every chance you get. I t- my pastor tell me that all the time. Anytime you got the opportunity to tell your testimony, tell mm-hmm. it. Because it might be somebody yeah, going through know. something similar. You might have saved yes. their life.
1: Yeah, that embarrassment stuff. That's only to uh, hold you, you back. You can't. What you, you embarrassed, can't get embarrassed for? Right. You embarrassed for what, for what? happened already? Right. God mm-hmm. let that happen, so you're embarrassed about yeah. what God sent
2: you. Through. It's a lot of people who do that though. They mm-hmm. walk, yeah. they walk in that high and mighty type of state and don't, and they forget where they came from. Mm-hmm. And then that's when you gotta like. That's when sometimes I feel like God takes. To take stuff away from you when you are a of mm. the of the things mm. that you, they got you to where you are. Yes, I'm sure. never too. I'm never too. But he will give it own. back. You if you he'll remember, give you'll yeah. Give, yeah. He'll give
0: it
5: back. To be honest, it's that's what energy. that's what humbled me. Is driving like driving back to my old neighborhood and like see where you come from. Like oh wait, I'm what am I talking about? What am I complaining about? I used to, mm-hmm. When I see these homeless people laying on floors and mm-hmm. sleeping on the ground, like oh what am I talking about? I'm talking about bills that I got the money to pay for that I just don't want to because it's my money. Right oh.
0: right, I'm. Like
2: like I'll pay you next week. <laughs> like, like, no, for real. You'd be like, I need to pay that card note. Yeah, Spare
3: you it, is on salary. Yeah, definitely yeah. def- <laughs> def- So all of
0: that was just to say, you know, it will come together for the greater good. You know, believe in your passion, believe in what you're doing. And don't fray from it because that's exactly what negativity and bad mm-hmm. energy wants you to do. Know who around you you could feel it. If you really just ask for God to give you discernment I asked for God to literally start because I had some horrible friends. I even got beat up by friends in other states, all type of crazy stuff. And I'm like, how did I not see this? Ask for that discernment so that you know who in your corner and how you're going to grow and how you're going to be better and how you're going to just magnify your situation to be the best situation for you. So with that being said, Jay, how can we keep up with you and everything you got going on?
5: Uh, I am on all social media: Snap, Instagram. I'm underscore J Sims. Um, forever, we are f-, f. I'm sorry, we are for dot com. That's the website. We are forever dot com. Um, pray for Chicago. Anytime you see the Chicago bull symbol, that's praying. That's sh- pray for Chicago. I'ma send it to everybody so y'all can know uh, f- as far as visibility. But like I said, Instagram. Hostings, anything I'm doing, hosting-wise, giveaways, everything is on my Instagram.
0: Okay, and thank you so much for coming here and sharing everything with us. Today was a little more um, godly than it usually (laughs) is, but I'm totally fine with that, too. Sometimes it's a scripture. Sometimes it's just something that we went through in the week. So, you know, if people are, you know, just listen. Listen to the show. I really believe in what we are pushing here and thank you, Shmuriate, for helping us to the greatness of period of Nipsey because that man—I did not know all of that about him—and mm-hmm. like, I was just a fan of his music, nah, mm-hmm. he, he you a know. So we lost a great man. <clears throat>
2: the fact that he had visuals right now going across the entire world is ridiculous. Yeah, I haven't seen nothing like that since
0: Prince. You yeah, know what I'm saying? So, he, he
5: was out. He was out today. Tupac.
2: He was.
0: He said it. <laughs>
5: You yeah, <laughs>
0: so, sure did I'm very grateful for the show today Remember you guys are always welcome to tune in um, Listen on the website com. All of our shows are archived there um, And we got a lot more to come You know I'm, I'm really feeling a strong connection From what Jay is doing And from what I'm doing And I really think that uh, everything happens for a reason So you know it's never a coincidence When we bring somebody into this room And I'm grateful that we got to Share the energy with you today and until we talk to you lovely lovely people next tuesday peace love and happiness yep yep yep
5: appreciate y'all